I can't remember which one you are. I think you're this one. If you're soft, we can give you maybe a bit of this. That might help you out a little bit. Off? Oh, hang on. Bam. There you go. Is she back Silencing now? me well, everywhere. I can, hear you. I can hear you, but they couldn't He's hear like, you. He's like, I'll push my two buttons, but not yours, Neeks. Yeah, Cherie Lee says, good morning, nice boobies, Neeks. Thank you, Cherie. You can look at them at school pickup. She made them herself. <laughs> I made them myself. Mm. Yeah. I actually am wearing, like, I just threw it together, I promise. Mm -hmm. I've got track pants on that my friend gave me. Yeah. Um, and she was like, do you want a pair of really daggy but comfortable track pants? And I was like, hook a mama up. Hook a mama up. One, extra one day a week at the moment. So Courtney, Courtney is a friend of mine who I've known. Her, actually, Courtney is a friend of mine. She's who giving I was, you some haircuts. Who I was hanging out with when I wrote that song. Weird. Courtney was part of the F Clan crew back then. I was Fridge. Simo was Farm. You were Fridge. Fridge, because it rhymes with bridge, and I'm always crossing the line. I'm always. You know. So dorky. It was dorky. I was never happy with that. Yeah. Everybody else got cool ones. They had like farm and facious and yeah. foot and fairy and foliage and... Oh, shit. You know. If I was going to have an F fridge. name, what could I get? They, do you know what I think they did? Sorry, What's I will that? answer that question. Yeah. Your F name would be fucking hot. Back and hot. I can do up my button if everyone finds it distracting. Don't. Don't do the button up. But Whoa. it's Morphe. <laughs> okay, that's pretty amazing, actually. What? I just caught, caught them in the view. My God, woman. Well, I just didn't think that. You just didn't think they were that but, amazing. look, boobs are good for views. So, yeah, 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 hey. Yeah. We were talking about doing a special nude one. Well. G'day, Brandon. G'day, Belinda. G'day, Cherie. G'day, yes. Kira. If and I anyone else who's in here I haven't said g'day to. And if we haven't told you already, I'm at Sean Holstagram on Instagram. She's at Antonika.hoberg. This mm -hmm. is the Hey Demu podcast, episode number 86. Sh hey. So should we open the conversation with Since talk we're talking about, about your boobs? Yes. I have a sugar daddy. Mm. Well, I'm accumulating sugar daddy. So the dudes from last time have sort of disappeared. My last boyfriends. Mm. My Insta boyfriend. That's because they don't appreciate your humor after a while. They're like, it's not funny anymore. Yeah, it's not funny. Stop having me on. Mm. Just give me the nudes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I got my first proper sugar daddy offer last night, though. And mm -hmm. I was like, what? He is a sugar daddy. For real? For real sugar daddy. He wants me. How he wants to look after really me. you really looking at, though? Well, you don't. You it's don't. just some old dude. He's got pictures of him and he's quite old, uh -huh. which is fine. He's pretty fit. He's like very muscly for an old dude. But he was like, do you want to know what it Look, said? Look, if some of these dudes that have been sending you photos and they and the photos Look, really are them, then I am a little intimidated because I don't look that good right now. Hang on. My mate Toby. Yeah, look. My mate Toby sending me pictures of himself. Toblerone. G'day, Toby. Toblerone. He watches the podcast. Anyway, but no, he's not my sugar daddy. Uh, this guy, Jasmine, is my is sugar that the daddy. Dude, is that the dude showing you his V? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got great eyes, actually. He's, got, he's very handsome. He's, he's got a very, very fit body. He surfs. He in, lives in Malibu. Which is why I'm like, hang on, man. Wait. Well, there's addiction, I guess. There's there's like a there's sexual addiction. Oh yeah. You know, I'm just I'm just like you've you've got a nice you've got abs. Yeah, why can't Dude's you got a, a nice six pack. He's got like a nice face. He's nice got a very eyes. nice house by the looks nice of it. Nice house by the looks of it. If this is all legitimate, and Surely he wanted me to drive there to marry him. Surely, look, you are. I'm not saying that you're not that great. You are that great. Like I was on the other side of the world when I was like 
that one and then I came back for you. Yeah. Uh, threw it all away. So I get it. I'm not it's not I'm not devaluing you, but I'm like, this guy looks like he could find his own neeks where he lives. I know. Without this is much thing. trouble. That's what I mean, man. Maybe cool. he's got a really weird dick. <laughs> Little dicky. Little dicky. Who knows? But anyway. We've only seen we've only seen it under the covers. We don't know what's wrong yeah. with that. We don't know what it is. Maybe he wears jocks. Yeah, I was expecting a, a picture of a D by now. Mm. Anyway, um, Jasmine, he really feels like having some things with me. He would like to be my sugar daddy <laughs> <laughs> and willing to take good care of you. I won't mind giving you a weekly allowance of $700. Let's we'll talk more. I guess I made the right choice to text you. Well, you can't know that yet. I hadn't written back. That's about the allowance that you get now. So <laughs> he's going to have to come back with a better offer than that. Look how buff he is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have a lot of photos. So, you know, he said, his bio says, you have to rely on whatever sparks you have inside. Mm-hmm. DM if you're loyal. I'll spoil you. Ooh. I do need some new boots. Get some presents. <laughs> Get some presents. Yeah, but I might have to send weird photos. You have know? you seen Indecent Proposal? No. It's Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore. And they're in a relationship together mm. and uh, they're like down and out of money. They're in like having money problems. Yeah. I can't remember the exact premise. Like something went wrong and they were going to lose their house and lose all this other stuff and mm-hmm. everything was going right. And so then they decided, I think that they're going to go to some casino and they're going to try and win a bunch of money and they don't. Mm-hmm. And then it might be Michael Douglas approaches them and says, I'll give you $1 million for one night with your wife. Yeah. But, but then it gets weird because, like, she kind of likes the guy. So she's like, we're going to do this. He's And he's like, all right, we're going to yeah. do this, blah, blah, yeah. blah. We'll just get the money. Yeah. And then we're fixed. I think maybe they owe money to someone. They're in some sort of money trouble. Well, you would probably, yeah. And so then they're like, all right, we're going to do, like, can we handle this? Are we going to do this? And this is, like, mid-90s. So, like, monogamy is, like, right in fashion right in at fashion, this time. Yeah. yeah. Which we will talk about monogamy in a bit. Yeah, let's. Um. It's on the cards. So, uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, she ends up liking him and then it gets we were all weird. Monogamous. No, we are monogamous. Already? We are. Well, you're not. I am these days. <laughs> I am these G'day, days. G'day, Kyle I, and Charlotte. Some hobbies you have Kathy. to let go of. Some hobbies you've got to let go and of. I let that one go. Look, I let my polyamory go. Yeah. Nah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I but guess a lot of people, like, in terms of, like, mainstream culture and stuff, like, the way most people feel about this, because there is a revenge culture in our in the West. Mm. We like we like, avenging, we like, we like revenge to. and avenging yeah. things. Yeah. We, oh, there's my there's a reason the Avengers is, like, the number one film property of all time. People love avenging things. You can make damn avenging. sure we'll avenge it. You can make damn sure. G'day, nanny and um, people might say that you have like revenge points up on me and that you that you should go get your fuck on with well, some Well, you've said that boys. I could. I haven't I didn't quite say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what happens if that. like one day I'm like that guy's actually pretty hot or that lady's actually pretty hot and I'm very sexually attracted to them and then I'm like, mm. you know what? It's just sex. It is. But you'd be upset. I would only be upset I would only be upset if I thought you liked that person more than me. Yeah. And I would only be upset what if, if I, thought I they felt were like you, you liked the... Well, they probably are. Yeah. Pro- I wouldn't go for someone less hot than you. That would be your... Why would you do that? Well, nah. See, I don't... I'm. It's not about looks for me. No. 
But if it's That's just why I'm sex, with you. if it's <laughs> if it's just about sex, yeah. Like I don't. I think I think you saying that you'd be cooler than it, with it than you really like would be. Eating an ice cream you're not meant to have. Yeah, that's kind of about sex. Is it a little bit? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And so, like, if you well, if if it's just about so, like, eating an ice cream is not about sustenance. It's not about food. No, I'm not. It's about pleasure. Myself. Yeah, you're eating for pleasure, right? Yeah. And so you can have sex for sex, or you can have sex for love. You know, broccoli or ice cream. And so, like. There's there's love making and mm-hmm. then there's sex mm-hmm. and if you're having sex for sex, why would you want a dropped ice cream? You want a f- fresh one out the pack that looks just right. Yeah, but look, I've had some handsome fellows message me, and I'm not. If you're not thoughtful, and we can't have a We've conversation. Be That's the thing. I don't really want to sleep around with dudes who I can't have a conversation with. Yeah. So last night, this guy sends you he like. Well, it's weird dynamics because you're all kind of like, I'll talk to you, but I'm not really interested. And then... I chat with them. I want to know about them. They watch the podcast. Sometimes I think because they watch the podcast, that's why they hit you up. Because they're like, they're like, she's so cool with what a shit her husband's been to her. So she's going to be cool with how shitty I am. Maybe maybe people think we're uh, poly. Maybe they do. Because it's hard to pigeonhole us because we're so like okay with things we're not really meant to be okay mm. with mm. maybe that means we're po- maybe Are people we? think we're polyamorous yeah. because this guy it's like when people think i'm into 5g yeah yeah because yeah. you'll talk to these guys about me yeah and last night he i said oh i um he goes oh you replayed it he sent me a photo of his body and his boxes and he's got a very nice body so I showed you. It was a pre. It was a. It was a. It was a dick preview. It was a dick it preview. A dick he preview. never sent a dick preview. It was like yeah. a. Here's the abs. Here's look where my hands are. They're about to reveal, but not quite. Yeah, and then he goes, "Oh, a replay." And I said, "Yeah, I showed my husband." He goes, "Why?" And I said, "Well, you sent his wife pictures of you in your undies, mm. so I'm going to show him." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, right." Yeah. So if Toby, you're out there. You've got a nice bod, mate. They get confused. But I get it as well. I get weird pilots from other countries. Dude pilots. Dude pilots sending me photos of themselves in their and like buff, attractive, wealthy looking pilots in other countries mm. sending me photos of them in bed and they're like, What are you up to? And I'm like, What are you up to? <laughs> What's going on? What are you yeah. up to? So anyway, so I have got two new boyfriends now. Uh huh. Yeah. Well you got a boyfriend and a sugar daddy. Yeah. 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 But he's not a sugar daddy until until, until he provides for you. So has yeah. he prov- what's he going to provide $700 for $700 a week. I don't know what do you, what I have to do for that $700 a week. I'm curious. Mm. Like, does he just want photos of me, my my feet stomping on cakes? Because I'd do that. Bespoke porn. Yeah. Mm. He's going to the Hey Dimu, I'm Divorced podcast. <laughs> yeah. Said Greg. Hey Divorced. <laughs> it's 2020. It's wrong to publicly judge. Hey. Hey Divorced. That's not what we're doing. Is that what we're doing? But we're thinking about getting a divorce. You mentioned us getting a divorce. Yeah. Why? Um, because my auntie was all like, your bloody daughter-in-law who refuses to take your son's name. So I'm like, well, <laughs> how confused are you going to be when we get divorced and stay together? <laughs> yeah. 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 How dare you reckon your ownership of your wife? Yeah. How dare you give that up? It was just up? a, well, that was the thing that kind of like pushed it over the edge for me because I was like, I was like, 
people people in my like people that I grew up with mm. people that were like around me while I was being raised obviously have an issue with that <laughs> and that's so weird to me it's very weird it's like why what do you think it means what, did what I, do you really think it means I don't know what and does it mean to people I guess like the only reason like okay so two things two things I did want to marry you because I wanted to spend the rest of my life with you. But mm. I could have done that anyway. Yes. We we're already doing that. Yeah. I wanted to ma- I wanted money. I wanted to marry you if I'm totally 100% honest. Yeah. Back then, I wanted to marry you because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be clear to the world that you were mine. Yes. That's it's why ownership. Yeah. Yeah, possessiveness. I mean, I always have wanted to get married for like yes, the have. fairy tale reasons. I've always had a fairy tale concept of marriage, mm. but that's not why I asked you to marry me after th- a few months, two months, two months, and then we were we were together, and then a year later we were married. The, that wasn't part of the fairy tale. That was yeah. I, I'm overseas. She's mine. Yeah, don't touch her. Yeah. Anybody. And yeah. You, for some reason you thought me being married, no one could get me. But I've also learned over the years that trying to make sure you're mine and that other people know you're mine makes you less mine and makes you less want to be mine. This is true. Yeah. This is true. I think this is, and this is uh, the struggle of um, monogamy, I think, is that the more you feel like you are owned or belonged, the more you resist it. Mm. So the more you try to hold on, the other person freaks out and is like, oh my God, they, they these people are like, you don't do this to me. But like... Used to. You, used to, mm. yeah. And it makes you not... You, you're not separate, separated mm. from each other. Like you can't hold on so tight because the mm. other person is going to try and push off because they're like, wait, mm. I don't, I'm not owned. Mm-hmm. We do that in all relationships though. It's the same yeah. dynamic with parenting, same dynamic with like being a teacher yes. or being a police officer. Yes. If you expect your authority to be adhered to when it is not, you will Lose control. surprise yourself in the ways you will behave to try mm. and reassert that. Mm. You'll do things you don't agree with. So what do you think? How do you think that you've changed? How does? How have you gone from I need to marry this one so that she will stay and she can't go off anywhere else sort of thing? How did you go from that to maybe we should get a divorce? Don't take my name. Fine, it's change it back. It's fine. How did I? How did you? Like, how? where did you reconcile that? Um, like, I assume it's got a lot to do with self-worth and the work that you've done on yourself because yeah. you're a lot less insecure. Um, I was saying the other day that when we argue, you, when we used to argue, you would always flip it around onto yourself. If it was something, if I was criticizing a behavior or something that you did that you didn't like, you would end up turning it around and making it, about your personality or about our relationship, like on a personal level where it really was just me addressing behaviors that made me uncomfortable sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then. It's because, so that, that is because, and this is something everyone experiences and I don't really think it's overly avoidable. Mm -hmm. Well, it is, it just takes. It's about the way things are followed up. It's really, really hard to forget the way that young people interpret things and the way that they're they're unintentionally being conditioned into certain patterns of belief. Mm. So, so for me, 
Well, it depends on how sensitive you are, right? So I was a really sensitive kid. So mm. when you would hear your parents say, like, if you would get in trouble, it's not an uncommon thing for a parent to say, I don't, I just don't even want to look at you right now. Yeah. Right. I'm sure most kids from our generation, maybe even kids still today, hear that, you know, like yeah. they get, you get in trouble for something. It's like, say, like, for example, I got in trouble with the, almost got in trouble with the law once as a kid. And it was like the worst, most criminal thing I'd ever done. My parents were really upset and they said, we just don't even want to look at you, right? Mm. That doesn't mean that they don't love you anymore or anything like that. But as a young person in your head, you go, I fucked up and now the love is gone. Yeah. They don't love me anymore. Yeah. I'm not lovable right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so you collect a bunch of those from everywhere, from your teachers and whatever. Yeah. You, you learn. You We accidentally have this unwritten contract with each other that if you don't, if you disappoint me, I don't love you anymore. Yeah. If you please me, I will love you. Yeah. Or you, sorry, not so much that you grow up with this idea that if I, if, if they are disappointed in me or I let them down in any way, their love is gone. Mm. And so mm. again, some people are more sensitive, some people are less sensitive. And so I was very ir- irrational and kind of like i have a, i have a tendency to become emotionally irrational and um self deprecating i guess uh and so yeah like if it took me a long time to get over this idea that if i wasn't if i wasn't making you happy with me all the time mm. you were figure you were learning that you didn't want to be with me yeah yeah that's yeah, how i used yeah, to yeah. It, used to interpret it sure i considered it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we both did um Shelley says whenever you guys talk about your relationship i'm always surprised how much it's similar to your, my relationship with my husband that's nice to hear what is your mum talking about paul newman for Paul Newman. Paul, Paul Newman, Newman and it wrecks their relationship. relationship. Maybe Paul Newman was a mistype. Polly. Type. Oh, was wait, was was he Polly? Maybe. Did, oh, Paul um, Newman was polyamorous and it wrecked his relationship. Maybe. I heard I heard I don't can know. Can imagine if it's true. it could. There was rumors that uh Will Smith and Jada yeah, Pinkett Smith were polyamorous. I think like I don't know. We know polyamorous people. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's interesting. It yeah. hasn't worked out for them yet. No, I know someone who's worked out for. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Def- loose definitions of working out. Seems to be working. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much more about it than that. Mm. Seems to be working. It's just like in a relationship between hey. two people, jealous, like jealousy is big enough for a relationship with two people. Imagine the kind of jealousy, like, because... Yeah, but what if you don't have that? Like, you and I don't get jealous these days. I might, if you keep collecting all of these Yeah, how do you admirers. feel about these online admirers? That's all just part of the job, really, isn't it? It actually is. Like, I was watching that video before with Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Pissed yeah. me off. You got real mad about it. I just, like, I was like, what story are we telling But maybe you? he's Polly. Maybe he's Polly. Maybe he's Polly. Maybe he know. is. Mm. Maybe he is. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Robert Redford. Ah, Robert Redford was polyamorous. Fair mm. enough. Cool um, name, Neebs. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I thought it was Neebs? you for a sec. I did too. I was like, Neeks? Mm. If, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or watching us on YouTube and you're like, who are they talking to? We do this live Monday and Friday morning, 10 a.m. Australian Central Standard Time. 
Facebook Live. On Facebook Live. Facebook.com forward slash Hey Dimu. Otherwise, just go to HeyDimu.com and you can find all the stuff, like cool mugs, like these ones. And um, these ones are small ones. We've got, we've got better ones, brighter, cuter ones mm. on the way. Not saying that if you have one of these that you're less than, because um, we got them. It's all good. But we're yeah. just like, learning how to do the things better as we mm. do them, hey? Um, yeah, Ed Sheeran's in that music video. The like the wedding song one? Castle of Lonely Hill or whatever it's called. And, it's a boring song. And it's Sorry, a, Ed. well, it was just weird to me, right? Maybe maybe the maybe the song's older than I think it was in the video. Yeah, maybe was he wasn't married. Then. But I'm pretty sure he's married. I'm pretty sure he's got a kid. It's and he's not the only one that's done it. They are they people all, do it they're all, the all time. doing it. I find it weird when people that have that are publicly known as having a relationship yeah, but people, in their music videos. Yeah. Will do a thing with like a girlfriend character, but it's not their partner. Yeah. And so, so then it's like, okay, are you playing yourself in this video or are you a fictitious person? Playing, yeah, I see. You know, are you being, are you being Justin Bieber in the music video with the girl mm. that isn't your girl? Cause we know who your girl is. Yeah, her name's Cherry. So, is she being someone else and you're being someone else? Or are you being Ed Sheeran with another chick? Or or are we like, are we meant to be like, oh, that's 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 Justin Bieber escaping from weird gangsters with a girlfriend that's not, like, what's happening? Yeah, but, like, a lot of people don't want to be on camera. A lot of people don't want to be on camera. Most people wouldn't do this. So then why does Ed Sheeran need the girlfriend character? Like, if his if partner doesn't want to do it, why do they need the girlfriend character? It's not a movie. It's not Tom Cruise. It's not. They're not playing other people. There's no like. What, how Darren does this... Hayes having a female love interest feels weird. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. In his film clips, we're like, yeah, we know that. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. You like dudes, man. Yeah, yeah. So it, it is weird you know? to see characters play, and and you do have to try and separate them from the musician part, which is like why I'm like, wouldn't you just get another character to play it? But I yeah. don't know. So in the music video, are you Ed Sheeran the musician or are you Ed Sheeran the actor playing the role, playing the part? You know, like, mm. are you? did they like, here's the music video and here's the parts. And he's like, I'll play the part of the guy, you know? Yeah. Or are you Ed Sheeran? And, and like, what is your, what do their partners think? Robert Redford was the dude in the Indecent Proposal. Robert Redford. Yes. Thank you. Okay, cool. You got it wrong. Robert Redford. G'day, I thought Jasmine. it was Sam Douglas for some reason. Sam Douglas. I do remember Sam Douglas? Michael Douglas. It's a guy from APS. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, like what do their partners think? What are the, like, I know there's also that whole thing of like, well, it's just part of the industry. You know, like when like Adam Levine is like half naked and some chicks like rubbing his junk on the outside of his pants and his like his like how does he go hey kids you want to see dad's new music video and then the kids are like fuck is this chick dad <laughs> yeah you know yeah so like gender stereotypes like if i that. if i got signed to a major label mm. and they said we're gonna do this big music video uh and all this shit's gonna be in it and blah 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 yeah and here's the person playing the role of the of your love interest i'm like nah get me wife i don't think so no sorry i'm not answering i don't think just because not not even a like if i if i wanted to try acting mm-hmm. and then they were like in this scene you go to kiss this chick because she's your wife yeah in this role yeah that makes more sense to me mm. because when people are watching it it's, i'm not me i'm i'm 
it's a story. I'm telling a story, you know. Hmm. Whereas like if I had a music video, like the how she makes me, right? It's all about falling in love with your like, you know, like daydreaming about falling in love, yeah. right? So if they wanted to make a music video and they go, here's the here's the girl that's going to play your your love interest. Mm. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me because, like, it's the, yeah, it's a known. That's why they're like movie stars and stuff because they're always like, you know, Ed Sheeran's not acting. You know, he's an actor mm. as well as a musician. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think it's weird? I thought it was weird that you thought it was weird. Oh, apparently there's an urgent thing I need to. Do you think you'll be all right for a I'll minute? I'll be all right. Okay. I gotta go home. I'll be all right. Phone call. Okay. Apparently. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All of the emergencies. Yeah. So while I have the opportunity, I have to say a um send out my condolences to um one of my good friends, Corey Williams and uh Kristen Williams over in the United States. They are the what's the right word? Family members of uh, Sparta the Mean Kitty Sparta the Mean Kitty Is no longer with us um, Which is A pretty significant thing uh, I think I don't know Like, Not that it's a competition Grumpy Cat was pretty big For a while there Grumpy Cat's also no longer with us But like Sparta The Mean Kitty was like the internet cat everybody knows that the internet is a place for cats and there's a a limitless never-ending supply of cat cuteness available online and one of the biggest and most prominent parts of that was the mean kitty if there was no mean kitty you guys probably wouldn't be watching this right now i mean maybe you would I would probably still be doing this right now, but maybe all of you guys might not be watching this right now if it wasn't for the mean kitty. So uh, I posted it on the Hey Demu page, or I think I might have posted it on my music page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Sean Holt book. Bit of a theme going on there. Sean Holt book, Sean Holtstagram, Sean Holter. Do you know what that one is? I'll give you a second to guess. That's correct. It's Twitter. Um, Sean Holtify. You don't really have a, a like a custom URL for Spotify. Anyway, uh, my condolences to my good friends, Corey and Kristen. Really, really sorry to hear about Sparta. I love that little dude. Thankfully, Sparta and the like 100 plus million views that Sparta has enjoyed over the years will live on forever. Ever, um, which is kind of like an interesting thing about the world that we live in right now. That like, it's interesting. We have these like online, like online profiles that when people die, they become shrines. All good. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. Yeah, very attractive. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Very attractive. I'm glad you know. Well, everyone's been telling me. So. Yeah, they Just do. Kidding. You do get, you do hear that a lot. People don't throw cans of alcohol at your head over it as much these days, though. Well, I'm really smart too. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm really, really smart, and I am thoughtful. I think that's the thing, maybe that that also um, confuses them a bit when they try and do this weird stuff to you. Is they're like, "Hang on, hang on, this girl's really hot, and I'm sending her things." 
but why do I feel a bit dumb? <laughs> uh, oh, the proposal. Why are you guys talking about the proposal? Indecent proposal. Movie. It's called Indecent Proposal. The, the proposal stars uh, Ryan Reynolds Sandra and Sandra Bullock. And The Proposal was the movie that you and I saw together two days ago. 11, 11 years, years ago. ago. 11, two 11? days ago. Yeah. Or was it 10? 11. Married 10 years. Married 10 years? Yeah. Together 11 years, married 10 years. Yeah, it's 2020. So this is our 10th year. Uh, In November this year, we've been married for 10 years. I just have to look at my arm. I actually really did do that, so I wouldn't wouldn't forget it. Yeah. When you're old. Yeah. And then you get divorced one. Except our wedding anniversary date is probably the Mm. one that we get the least excited about. Yeah, because... Like, and I see this point for a lot of people. Like, some people don't get married for until like eight years after they get together. And it's like, well. I got friends that have been together longer than you and me, still together now, and not married. Well, yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is like, if you get married eight years after you get together, then what date do you celebrate? Because uh, we celebrate the get together day. Which was two we days have a ago. Few, yeah. Then we celebrate we in a month. Like four months. In a month's time is our official like we got together and had sex day. Yeah. And went home with each other day and never left each other since. Nope. Day. But then we've got our first date day, which was also special mm. because you had lettuce on your arm and your hair was too straight, <laughs> and I wasn't that into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. I couldn't message you for a few days because. I couldn't buy any phone credit because I spent it on not buying you food from no, Hungries. I, I didn't expect you to. And then you messaged me on your dad's phone. Yeah. And you still went for it. You still went for it. Hesitant. What was going on? I was just really because desperate, I think. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. And I wasn't the <laughs> only person vying for your interest either. Hey? I wasn't the only person trying to get your interest. Around that time. I don't think I had any dudes on the go, did I? Yeah. You did. Did I? You had one on the go uh, that night. Oh, that was just random. That was never actually meant to happen. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You keep bringing up divorce, says Kyle. Is this how you're breaking the news of double the podcast and double the Christmases? Yeah, you have to choose now, Kyle. Do you want Sean, who just thought he's going to explain everything to you, or me? Mm-hmm. He's not going to do that. Well, that's actually not as uncommon. Like a lot of a lot of people's marriages end, like the, their relationships end, but they still stay in the same house, raising the same kids mm-hmm. together. I think that's what I'd do. Yeah. Mm. What about if you wanted? That's what we're already doing. Nah. <laughs> what about if you wanted to? What about if your sugar daddy wanted to come over for the night? We he'd have to put me up. It says sugar daddy right there on that book. That book there is called Sugar Daddy. That's weird. Um, he, then he would have to put me up in the swankiest hotel because he's my sugar daddy. I don't want to stay in my $340 a week. Are you for real? You just dropped that plate and all those books. Um, yeah, I would expect that um, I would uh, be staying in a hotel. The safe, simple and effective way to prevent and control type 2 diabetes. Not what we're talking about. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It's a good book, actually. It's got some inf- good information in it. some info. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Red Wolf said it was confusing for me and my ex because because we had two dates, our get together date, and yeah, see, 
get-together date and three years out later our wedding date. We had been getting together for 13 years and we'd been married for 10 years before we divorced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, projected mum comes first. I get yes. it, Carl. I get it. Don't worry. This ain't new. It's not this personal. ain't a new thing. You came here because of my music, but you all stay for the misses. I understand. Mm-hmm. I get it. Do I need you? to go to the toilet. Oh my god. Are you going to be all right on your own? What are we going to talk about, guys? Do we have any agenda today? There was something else you wanted to discuss. Maybe I'll get started. You said monogamy. Kind of did that. Polyamory. Um. Well. I did a lot of reading and research into monogamy after I found out what Sean did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because um, I hadn't really thought much into it. And then when you, sometimes when you use psychedelics, for me, it it eradicated. And because I found out whilst on a trip, it kind of eradicated that um, the horrible feelings that you usually get about somebody betraying you like that i don't know how it works it just works that way um for me anyway um and i dealt with the whole thing quite calmly and quite well and i needed to understand the way that like i was obviously still upset when i found out what sean had done but i also wanted to understand like where does the idea of being monogamous to one person come from what purpose does it serve and how do you get around the idea that that you can be attracted to other people and want to interact with them if you if you can and you really should be talking to the other person before you do that of course um but for me i had to be i had i just had to i can't really re- I, I don't really remember i actually wrote a blog about it um and i should probably put it up one day but it's pretty brutal so i don't know if sean would let me <laughs> Maybe I should. Um, yeah, so Kyle said, well, she's smart and pretty to look at. And, well, Sean, you just have a nice voice. It's true. <laughs> nah, he's got a lot of good things. Uh, Shelley says, we have two wedding days. We got married by Justice of the Peace in March 2010. And then we had official ceremony reception for friends and family in August the same year. That's a nice way to do it. Very cheap, too, doing it that way. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Some people don't understand the idea of polyamory. And I'm like, I'm not really like after that or anything. Like, but I would like to have the freedom to do whatever I wanted to if I had to. And if I ever found myself in this position where I felt like I couldn't have my cake and eat it too, then I would have to discuss that with Sean and be like, we have created a whole world. So Sean and I have created this little world with children and um families that hang out and the podcast and he's supporting me in my studies and i support him in his music so we've created this little world and it would seem like a shame to pull it all apart because somebody was attracted to somebody else that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like say in like i don't know 5 10 15 years time one of us is like I've met someone who I find very attractive and I like their personality, but I still love you and I don't love them and I want to. I just want to bang them once. Just get out just the system. Just once? Well, I don't know. Or do you bring them into the relationship and be like, let's bang together? Get some of that NRE. <laughs> yeah. That new but relationship like, would it, energy. But what I'm saying is like, would it be a shame for you to pull your entire world apart because of your sexual urges? Or like, or like and if the other person was okay with that, not if there wasn't anything wrong with our relationship. There was like nothing wrong with our relationship. That, yeah. There's just if it was it, as it is now. If, if it wasn't about like this person gives me what you don't, it's 
I'm actually totally happy with you, but I've got this thing going on with them. Yeah. 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 And this is the thing I think, and that's where people fall in. You connect with people all the time. Like you meet people out in the world that you instantly are like, I like you. I want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. You're like, I want to be around you more because you're a good friend. But sometimes there's going to be a sexual energy there, right? I don't get out enough to have that yet. But maybe it'll happen one day because that's what happened for you, right? You had a sexual energy with somebody. You just didn't tell me about it. Then you went and did it. And at the time, I probably wouldn't have let you do it. But now that I'm a grown-up, I might. What do you mean? Wouldn't have let me do it? Well, if you had come to me at that point of our marriage, because there was a lot of things wrong in our marriage then. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of things wrong with me and there was a lot of things wrong with you. And we didn't communicate. Therefore, if you had come to me and said, I find this woman attractive and I might accidentally sleep with her, or can I sleep with her? I'd be like, nah, get fucked. Don't come back. I don't know. I, I guess every every case is different. For me, if I didn't have a drinking problem at the time, it never would have happened. Mm, it's not I like agree. it's not like I haven't always all throughout our relationship, I've probably spent more time hanging out with friends that are women than with men. Yes. Uh in fact, probably Probably most of the closer friends that you've been introduced to in the time that we've been together have oh, been women. females or exes mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, at least kiss them at least once. So it's never... And like just because you have a sexual energy between you and... Like sexual energy just exists. And just because you have a sexual energy between people doesn't mean you're like into them or want to be with them or want to have a relationship with them. There's just like... There's uh well, you know that thing. In the same way when you meet someone, you hate them. <laughs> Sometimes. You're like, yeah, I'm not hanging out with you ever again. Well, you know how there's that thing, that experiment that they did where they realized that um, when you, you were saying something about like, if you take the contraceptive pill, it can mess up the part of your body that, um, that triggers your attraction to certain people. Yeah, because it changes your hormones. Mm. Mm. And so that you actually are kind of predetermined to have a sexual energy with particular types of people that give up particular types of pheromones. So different genetic combinations Mm -hmm. excite each other, you know? So you'll come across that all the time. Like there are mutual, there are, there are friends, mutual friends in our thing that I would never, never say this out loud between me and them or any of them. And sometimes it could only just be on my side. Sometimes it happens on their side. side. Sometimes it's happening on both sides, I guess. But there's definitely times where you're like, there's a, there's like a little sexual something. Mm. Right. And so I, I think what I was saying, I think what I'm saying is, is if like I've dealt with that all the way through our relationship, never had a problem not acting on it Mm. until I, was, was living in another country by myself, away from my children, away from you. We were having problems. Then I became an alcoholic. I didn't have my family with me. I didn't have my wife with me. And then... I was a bit of a the inevitable <laughs> Had nothing to do with that. Nah, had nothing to do with that. And so it was like... It was like... Yeah. It was just an unfortunate combination of events. Yeah. Yeah, that had alcohol not been involved probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah. That doesn't mean I didn't know or wasn't conscious at the time. That's not a, I didn't know what I was a, what I was doing. I knew what I was doing, mm. but I had extra things in me that made it easier to, to do. not mind for the minute. Yeah. Yeah. What a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> 
And because we all know it worked. I mean, it's worked out fine now. But we we all we all know that like I totally let myself get away with that one, didn't I? You go, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Destroy myself at all. Yeah, one of my friends said yesterday. She was like, "You dealt with that whole thing. Like, you seem to have dealt with that really well." And I was like, "Yes, but I watched what happened to you after you came back and." saw what you did to yourself and before what it did to you, our relationship before, before I even knew, knew what officially. officially like I already had known that something had gone on but I hadn't and no one had confirmed it was just me going off my instincts you know the song Jolene Jolene yeah. Jolene Jolene mm. that's a real story mm-hmm. Dolly Parton's partner who she's still with today yeah had an affair and a fling with actual Jolene, Jolene. bloody Jolene and Dolly Parton actually did write the song and actually did get in contact with this person and said, like, please don't take him, you know, like sort of thing. Just borrow him every now and then. Anyway, Jolene, I'm going to butcher this a little bit, but Jolene eventually went. You have him. You have him sort of him. thing. <laughs> and Dolly and Jolene and Mr. whatever his name is are Mr. still friends to this day. They're still in contact. They still well, stay in how touch. How do you know that's today? Because Dolly, I think my parents went and saw Dolly Parton. Dolly... Dolly is a storyteller on stage, mm. and so, I, so I, either Very. they saw her live or they saw a performance of her doing something. Anyway, she told the story on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's read some comments. Go. G'day, Sarah Wade, if you're still in here. Um, Belinda says, "I think it would be harder to deal with non-monogamous behavior if it was done in secret." Yeah. Yeah. It would. Well, because well, it feels sneaky. There's something about betrayal that makes us feel even worse. There's a book called "The Zahir" by Paulo Coelho, yeah. who wrote The Alchemist and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was the first of his books that I'd read. Everybody reads The Alchemist first, but I hadn't heard about that yet. Uh, and so I was 21. I was really depressed. Uh, and <laughs> it sounds like a thing. I, I I add that to the end of a sentence like it like it has it been true. Yeah. It, it, like in so many other of my stories. I was this age and I was really depressed. <laughs> so, We'll just take just the depressed part out. I was I was a particular age and I was just as messed up as I've always been. <laughs> um, and someone handed me this book because the the Facebook wasn't a thing yet. MySpace was around. The internet in Oman was shit. Mm-hmm. And so I was just going crazy. I'm 21. I've got a very attractive 18-year-old girlfriend back home. We are sexually explorative group of friends back home. I was like, whoa, no, I don't even know what's going on back home. And I can't even know what's going on back home. So I'm going crazy. I'm reading this book called The Zaheer. And it's about this. It's He's basically Paulo Coelho himself. He's Mm -hmm. the main character, but it's a fictitious character. And he's been in uh, the relationship, actually, of the main character, I think, is in his 50s. Mm Mm-hmm. Mid fifties, they're both in their mid fifties or whatever, and she's a journalist, and he's some called a, some kind of writer, and they have this like jet setty relationship together, and they don't have any kids, uh, but they both travel independently a mm. lot, and they've kind of got this like like you're free, but to avoid any issues, let's not give each other any details, mm-hmm. let's not name any names to each other, we just when we're away from each other. Anything goes, but when we're together, as long as 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 long as as long as we come back to each other, I don't mind what happens while we're away. Mm. Sometimes we're away from each other for a long time, and that's how the story starts. But one day she doesn't rendezvous; she never comes and back. And he goes looking for her. 
Oh, God. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so you don't know if she's been kidnapped. You don't know if she's run away with some, what some guy. Happened? Well, there's this, there's, there's like a kind of like a cult she gets involved in. Oh, God. Like a dancing, like a, a dance spiritual cult. dancing kind of cult thing. And, this is um, like the put your energy into the earth cult. Well, he's chasing her around and he keeps. He keeps the the rule that's broken, which was he's not meant to know the people she's hooked up with. But oh. in order to find her, he has to find the men be- become aware of with. all these other type all these other types of men and how different they are from him. What a before mix. he finds her, and the whole way along, you're not quite sure whether is she avoiding him. What what is going on? I won't give away the ending, oh, but it's a great book. Right. But it was just interesting. Um, it was the perfect book to read at the at the time because I was having trouble feeling possessive about someone back home. Mm. And so that book helped me be okay with the fact that me and that person were just going to cheat on each other a lot. <laughs> I should read that book. Yeah. I um, still have it. It's in the house. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere here. Tina, Tina says, uh, so interesting. Love this. Oh, thanks. Uh, Belinda said, I have friends in a poly relationship and it's a beautiful thing to see. Lots of respect. That's awesome. Uh, Cherie says, open marriages with some couples work, I guess. We're always going to be attracted to lots of people throughout our lives. Yeah, so it's a weird thing. Like, do you follow that interest? Do you not? Like, I don't have time for that, so I probably wouldn't. One day. Mm. I don't have time for that. Mm. But I'll take you with me. It's all right. Um, <laughs> I'm interested. Boobs are way nicer anyway. All right. So you're going to be pretty stoked. I kind of have boobs at the moment. Yeah, so we all got them. Mm. We uh, Redwall says, I am interested to see how relationships will change here in Utah. Polygamy has been illegal, but the state just changed it so it's no longer illegal. Does that mean so that they can have more than one wife? See, I don't really know if I agree with like collecting wives. Like if you want to sleep around with other people where you're in a relationship. It's only okay if wives can collect husbands. Yes. has to be equal. Yeah, it has to be fair. Mm. Like if you're going to collect wives, you'd be allowed to collect husbands. Like again, I don't, just because I've lived there doesn't mean I know. But mm. uh, my understanding of it is that in some, I think in like maybe in Saudi Arabia or I think it's slightly different in different parts of the Middle East, but, but you can have as many wives as you can afford to support. If you can't afford to support don't the wife, you can't have it. That's yeah. why they all just have one, right? Nah, they got lots because they got lots of money. Yeah, well, like sometimes the Sultan's got like ninety something kids across twenty eight wives. Is that why you have one wife? That's why I have one wife because I'm still paying it off. Sarah Wade, we met her at Christine's engagement. Mm -hmm. You know her, Mm -hmm. Um, cool person. She said, "Hey, this is a perfect exam procrastination." I was like, "Mm, "I'm supposed to be studying for exams too." That's what we're here for. I have two exams. G'day, Stephen Semler, my uncle from another uncle, Courtney. Says the dishonesty in any form of break of in any form of break of trust makes the situation so much worse because instinctively I think you always know something's not right and you just create a story in your head. That's right, and that is what I did when I realized something had gone on between Sean and this other woman. I created this whole different little story. And oh, did if you I, think we were having this little life together and she's staying in my room? Well, the, and like, sometimes the I'm day after you and... banged her, a photo was put up of you with your legs on her on Facebook, and I said, "What's that?" And you were like, "Nothing." And, I was, and me and Beck were like bullshit and then she was like no way and i was like yeah yeah mm. and you were like no and i'm like yes mm-hmm. and you're like no which is interesting because and so i was mad i the only thing i am mad about is in my relationships with men they have always told me your intuition's wrong mm. and i'm like no mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No. I don't think we I don't think we had that discussion. Yes. I asked you. I was Did like, we? what's going on? Like, why? You? And I was mad about it in our messaging. Mm. I was like, what's the deal with this? This is not okay. Were you were you mad because other other people reacted to that photo and other people were like, like, get your, get your feet off of that, that, that blonde legs sort of mm. thing. Mm. Did that make you madder? The idea that like, did that, that people might've thought you were dumb? At the time, maybe. No, yeah. I wasn't really thinking about that. I don't think I cared what other people thought because you did that to me, not me. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having said that, if if she and I hadn't hooked up, mm. that photo still would have happened. Would it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have. Uh, yeah, having more than one wife. Not sure about the other way around. That seems weird, doesn't it? If they make it okay to have for a dude to have lots of wives, but not the other way around. It's very weird. Do you know what, though? What woman wants more than one husband, really? Good question. Nah. Like, give me two. Two Sean's would be great. But also, really, what man wants more than one wife? It is so hard. <laughs> it is so hard to make to. It is so. Because. It is taking you 10 years to perfect sex. Because <laughs> men, we can, we can be. Not all of us. There's a distribution, all right? Mm. But um, we can be very sensitive and that all we want from a woman is for the woman to make us this. feel like she likes us. Yeah, pat, pat. Right? It's hard enough to get one woman to do that. Imagine trying to get, imagine, imagine <laughs> having 10 women that aren't that impressed. <laughs> like, come on. The anxiety. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when there's like the husbands, I'm sure there's wives as well, but you always hear about the husbands, never the wives, um, that have like two or three families. And you're like, what? How? How are you keeping those? All? I can't keep everyone in this house happy, let alone more than one, like more than one family seems excessive. Mm. How could you possibly? So there's more. There's there's more. In some some of these cases, it's like it's like kind of like a a contract between families and things like that. Like a lot mm. of money exchanges hand, land exchanges hands, and things like that, and gets inherited and whatever. And you get into a good family name and all that sort of you shit. You wouldn't be able to pass along your name if all your wives wouldn't take your name. No, oh I the wouldn't. shame. I wouldn't. Um, but maybe sometimes, well, actually, maybe maybe that is an accurate way to do it because because I would love a second wife, Belinda. Most most men can't get what they think they want yeah. out of one woman. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get it out of ten, right? No. But that one woman might be happy to let that one guy get a new woman in the picture because then she'll be like, then he'll just leave me alone. And he'll leave me alone. Then why get married to him? Security, money. Mm. Father for my children. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I just prefer like an extra wife. Because but my, it's not my it, wife. It's my wife. It's not your wife. It's my wife. So I've got mm-hmm, an extra wife mm-hmm. because now I can. Mm. It's legal. So I'll get an extra wife who can do the cooking and the cleaning and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like pat you on the head when I can't. Sounds like you'd like to own a wife. Sounds like I you'd think, like a woman for ownership. I think I do. You're a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would do my homework and all the stuff that I like doing. Mm-hmm. But she's like, oh, you know How what? would you like her to dress for the day? Like me. Like you? Yeah. Yeah. She's just me, really. 
It's just another me. There's just two Neeks. Let's be honest. Like, I'd like to hang out with Could another Neeks. Could I handle two hand? of you? Y- yes. Would that be better or not better? Maybe that would be... Yeah, I could work with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Yeah. What about like breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> what about at breakfast time? I was just thinking about that. Um, <laughs> breakfast, lunch and dinner. Um, Shree wants a wife too. Let's go. Let's go get him. Let's go get ourselves some wives. What ladies. about breakfast? Where were like, you going with that? Well, like, you know, it can be pretty stressful feeding me sometimes. So if you had another woman in the house that's similar to me, because... I'd probably find another one similar to me to like help me out. I still only have to make one plate. It just means half a meal won't get wasted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can eat all the scraps. But how would you argue? You'd be like, no, you're doing the uni work today and I'm doing podcast things. Hmm. There's a movie um, called, called Duplicity with yeah. uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. And Is he still alive? Yeah, he played the vulture in Spider Man, and he's going to be in Morbius, the living vampire. No, I don't think so. A little. He still looks natural. Hmm. He still looks like Michael Keaton. Um, yeah, he makes copies of himself, but then the copies of himself get annoyed that they have to do all of the main stuff. So they make copies of themselves, but if a copy makes a copy of it, like it degrades the quality. It, it's almost like, like, like taping one tape to another tape. You get less quality. Each Is that what time happens you... when we give birth to children? <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> just know. Less quality. I don't know. Not really children. Yeah. Kyle says, I have some choice words for polygamists. They're getting greedy. And my lonely loser self doesn't need any more insecurity. issues. <laughs> I'll be your girlfriend, Kyle. Yeah. But that means that maybe you can join a love pack. What's a love pack? A love pack. Like Well, humans just want love. Do you think that do you think polyamorous people are less picky about who they go out with because they're like, well, you I'll just get, get it I'll just get that feature in the next one. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. You know, like a polyamorous people less giving more ch- opportunities. Yeah, like you could get so you've got me, right? Who used to be really good at cleaning the house and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not going there with that. I need a week. And then in half an hour, we'll do card readings. All right, guys. Oh, dear. Oh, Oh my gosh. It's really hard to move around here. Well, I can actually talk about what I'm doing now because I actually know. Oh, my God. Did you finally take your wife's advice and write it out? Look at this. I got plans. Plans on the paper. Yeah. So I'm working on things at the moment. At the moment, I am today. I'm designing new merch. Ow. I don't even know what I hit with my elbow then, but it hurt me. Immunity is my love pack. That's absolutely correct. Uh, so this afternoon I'm working on a new collaboration with a, another Adelaide gentleman. His name's Az. Uh, super talented dude. He is like, hey, let's do a song. And then he's got a little project studio at his place. Uh, and I didn't know he was a super talented multi-instrumentalist. And then he just sends me this really sick drum take and a guitar take and stuff. And so I'm working on a song with him. Uh, also working on Oasis cover. I won't tell you the name of the song because I've got to leave something up my sleeve, don't I? Uh, doing an Oasis cover with the kid across the street and his dad, which is super cute. Uh, we're also working on an acoustic performance version of 
how she makes me to um, come up with alternative ways to get you to listen to the song another time so it gets in your head more so so that when I do finally put it on Spotify, you're like, ah, I want it in my pocket. Uh, Wednesday, I believe Alan is coming back to do another podcast. Uh, then on Thursday, I am back in the studio working on, I don't know if it's an EP or an album yet, but White Trash Paradise, the EP or album. It says here, White Trash Paradise, EP, album, singles, periodic. What are we doing? This, this, is also, this is a plan more so just like questions to ask myself when the day comes, mm. when Thursday comes around. I'm like, what are you doing like this? Um, and that'll do. I got some plans, yeah. Just so you know, working on the things. And Sean said, maybe. The unfunny bone. Yeah, I hit the unfunny bone. Smack my elbow when you were gone and it made me sad. I heard but then you brought your cute little boy back and now I'm happy again. Girl, good. Mm. Do you think maybe you have some codependency problems? Uh, not so much today because when the two times that you've left the room today, I actually managed to speak without you. So I must be mm. coming out of whatever little hole I was in because I just didn't want to be by myself <laughs> before. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm. Right. I'm very attracted to you, you know. I know. Mm. I can tell. But you know that it's got nothing to do with what you actually look like because, like, you've been all kinds of different, like, numbers on the scales and it doesn't matter what the number on the scale is. I still just like, oh, you're a bit sexy lady, you're a bit nice lady. Yeah, he follows like me around like a puppy. It's ooh, like ooh, having ooh. a puppy. And I'm like, someone's watching me. Mm -hmm. Like, he films me sleeping. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. So I wanted everybody else to, to see. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's cute. Mm -hmm. People are like, do you know he films you sleeping? It's yes. It's like, hey, you might be, hey, like Mr. Nice Blue Eyes, California Moneybags man, you might be sending her oh, abs and dick pics, but I'm stroking her nose while she sleeps. So <laughs> fuck you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think that I could get any dude to give me as many rubs. And just greedy things as I get from you. Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of like I'd be like, this is this is high needs. Like I don't go get my hair done, and I don't get my nails done. I don't I don't want fancy things. But if you well, can give me a massage, to me, you're 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 a classic Mustang. And if you want the Mustang, <laughs> and you're not willing to go to that extra little bit of effort to put proper quality premium fuel in that thing. Then, so, then you're not gonna have a nice gonna ride. All right, you're not gonna have a nice ride. Okay. Yeah, that's true. You're oh. not. My dad's sending me videos. What is it, Dad? Do you know? Father. Father. Oh, look, they're putting their hearts in already. Yeah. So if you are new here at 11:30, I do a oracle card reading for anyone who puts a love heart. Not the in in the actual comment put a love heart and sean will scroll through and scroll through and then we'll do one by one card readings at 11 30 until as long as it takes can you say that again at 11 30 we'll be doing card readings for anyone who would like one what's a card reading it's like an oracle card tarot card tells your future oh yeah might not be magic but but it might be helpful, might be helpful. yes yes so that happens in a few minutes we're still going You've got like 20 minutes. Come on. So come over. Hit the link come in the on. bio. Come get your future read. Come get your future. Come get your future. Mm. 
Come get your future. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm on the home stretch for my first semester back at uni. Yeah. And I have exams soon. Open book, stay at home in your open own time book. exam. Yeah. Has anyone else got open book, stay at home exams? Because I've got stay at home open book exams. But I haven't even finished the term semester's worth of work yet. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe that's a good thing. Well, I was going like to talk to you about... your head and stuff I was when you do th- the exam. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. Yeah. I was going to throw this out there. And I was going to see what the gauge of your reaction was. Okay. So next semester, I'm doing three core topics. Mm-hmm. Three core psych topics. Yeah. That's more than I've had to do this semester. Yeah. Maybe it's time to drop down to one podcast a week. <laughs> Look. <laughs> what do you think of this? What do you guys think of this? Well, we're coming up to 100 episodes soon. Yes. That might actually... When does the next semester start? Like... End of July, August? July, August. July. End of mid-July, end of something like that. Yeah. What if after episode 100, we drop down to one a week? All right. Cool. Yeah? Yeah. That's going to... It will just make a little bit easier for me. Mm-hmm. And even though that's less podcast on a weekly basis, it actually will give me the opportunity to do and spend some more time on doing more exciting things with the podcast. Like I'd like to do, I'd like to be making more clips for this podcast. I'd like to be, but I'd like to be making some fun clips with some, with some fun editing and some, cause I like my pop culture references and whatever. I'd like to maybe like work with an animator at some time. I reckon it would be cute to do some little animated clips from the podcast. Can I have wings? Yeah, you can have wings. So maybe one left, like, it's not that we don't like it, but yeah. the the sometimes I feel like the extra two hours, two and a half hours. It actually takes three hours really For to us. do a two hour episode of this. Yeah. Uh, the 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 extra two hours actually takes a lot of way, and what we could be working on. So even though it may seem like less podcast, there could be more going on with the podcast if we did one less yes. a week. And I need to start doing volunteer work as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping to do Lifeline, yeah. which means I can do it from home, but I need to do it. Mm-hmm. So what would we do, Friday or Monday? Or would we pick a whole new day? Don't know. What do you guys think? We might have to put a poll up or something. Mm-hmm. It's you definitely know. going to make it easier. Yeah, that's right, Kyle. This is what I say. Kyle yeah. said, and maybe Sean will actually work on the album instead of just talking about it. Hey, 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 hey. What are you talking about? Yeah, he, he's, he I sits across really... from me and he's like, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And I'm like, I don't care. There's no album. Mm-hmm. Look, if I could do, if we did, if we did one podcast a week, I could smash out all of the things the podcast needs in a week in one day. Yes. And then I could have momentum. So if we did Monday, then I could have Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And the weekend. And the weekend to dabble if I still want to do some extra dabbling too. People love the idea of the animated clips. Get some good run up. Animated clip. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. I would like to see cartoon animated versions, please. Mm -hmm. Done. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll just have to pick a day. Sweet. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Wanted to do it here so I didn't get your debating as much. And I'm glad that the notes, unless... Unless we just didn't hear them. But it seems like the reaction wasn't like, no, what the fuck? 
Although I know that some people won't be able to attend. But it'll make it easier for me, for some people to, to stay caught up because... It's just one. If you miss us for one week, you miss two episodes. That's four hours of shit you've missed. And you don't... Look, I don't want to go back and listen to me for four hours. <laughs> I try. Mm. Not Although fun. it's super cute, sometimes people say that they like they're like I'm gonna get caught up on your podcast tonight. Where sitting like after the kids go to bed, we're gonna like crack crack a wine and we're gonna sit down and like yeah. watch like because sometimes people will like bang like four episodes in a row or something. Yes, that's you, Tim Salmon. Yeah, <coughs> I think that's awesome. I can't believe I am the record label. I can't believe some somebody people, people want to sit with us for eight hours. I sometimes know. I know I find it weird too. Don't worry. Mm. Um, I struggle to sit with myself for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get so much done. Mm. 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 <laughs> G'day, mum. Mum's on her break. Hi, Howdy, mum. Hey, mum. Nana, mum. Yeah, I live at work. I need help catching up. Yeah, see, so if we only did one, you'd have plenty more time to catch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, look, Neeks is kind of my manager in a lot of ways. A manager. I have so many things that I could do that I just don't. Yeah. People get confused about what a manager does. People think a manager comes along and represents you and then like does all this work that you don't do. Actually, a manager just comes along and makes sure you're you're working. (laughs) Yes, because I, even though like, you know, when I'm procrastinating Mm. and I'm very good at it, Mm. but I'm also very good at smashing things out last minute. Mm -hmm. But I get guilty when I know you're not working. I feel bad, not because I'm in the way, not because I think the kids are in the way, but I feel bad when I know you're not working and you should be Mm. or could be Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that you want to do. And I feel like I can't be the person being like, you need to do this, blah, 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 blah. But if I don't do that, sometimes you don't do it for a long time. Yeah. This isn't housey things. I mean like your things. Yeah. I'm like, do the fucking song. Do the film clip. Yeah. Why are you taking so long? I care way more if you think I'm lazy than if I think I'm lazy. Okay. Yeah. That helps. Mm-hmm. But I have this. I have the same thing. I have the same thing. I feel. Th- I. I have the. I feel that exact same guilt where I feel like if I'm not smashing it all out, mm-hmm. then the standard and pace that I'm setting is 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 like bleeding over into you, and because I'm not really like going after it that I am setting a standard that makes you not really go after it. And that makes our kids not really go after it. Yeah. And, you mm. know, mm. but I also am mindful of the fact that we are a little bit delusional about the, we are? we're a little bit delusional about the, um, lack of productivity we perceive ourselves to have. We do so much stuff. So yeah, much stuff. Yeah, it's this weird thing where... And it all takes time. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. You know, it, like most people have this and I think we all like, I just don't do anything with myself. Mm. Like most people do that. They're like, I don't do anything. What's well, kind of like, like money. Do, we do so many things. People, everyone, all of us do so many things. Just mm. going to the shop is an ordeal. Mm-hmm. Well, you will, you will use, you'll work with the time that you've got. Yeah. It's like... It's like money. You'll live to your means. Like if you, yeah. like some, some people are very good at squirreling things away. 
but most of us generally like if your if your pay goes up you don't usually have more money you just <laughs> expand your lifestyle you, a little you buy bit. A, you buy the shampoo and conditioner that you've been wanting to buy but couldn't afford it because it was 10 bucks instead yeah. of eight yeah. <laughs> yeah so if you don't define the time before it's filled it will just fill with something else yeah that's yeah. what happens because I have less time this semester, but I'm part-time. I was full-time last semester and last year, and I feel mm. like I have less time. Because you fill, fill, it, fill it with I, laying around. got more time to work with, so yeah. you fill it with other things. Yeah, yeah. which is not a lot of things. No. Nah. Well, the, one of the other things people don't do, it? people don't schedule the, the only thing people forget. People always schedule when they're meant to be productive, mm -hmm. but they genuinely won't schedule when they're allowed to be unproductive. I've, I schedule a non a rest day. Do you do it? Most of the time. Mm. Like a Saturday or a Sunday is usually my rest day. Mm -hmm. And I write rest, but it's usually got other things in there like do newsletter or blah, 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 blah. Mm. Rest day Who? sometimes for some of us translates into catch up on other things you've been neglecting day. Yeah. And then it's not restful. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Liv. Yesterday, mm -hmm. she was asking me how it's going, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And uh, oh, it was Sunday. Yeah, I saw you guys messaging. Yeah, yeah, you see all of our messages. <laughs> um, all of my messages. All uh, of them. Which is not a mandatory requirement. Do you get all mine? under all surveillance. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see every dude message. I didn't see what you say. I just see what they say. That's right. Yeah. You could, though. You could just go in there. Mm. Which wasn't a thing. We we actually didn't we didn't do that. Wasn't that wasn't intentional. We didn't do that for like like relationship surveillance reasons. We just did that because posting convenience. Yeah, well, because we're, we're. I do like we're, it when we're branded people now. I like it when you put clips on my Insta stories and in my Instagram, and I didn't know it was there. I was like, "There's a clip on here." Yeah, we do, we don't. We liked this. We should play with that way more than we do. Yes. We don't do half the story sabotage to each other that we could oh my and God, should do. It'd be so fun. Yeah. It would be so fun. Mm -hmm. um, what were you going to say before that? You were talking about something and I interrupted you. Mm. You haven't interrupted me as much today. This has been a conscious decision. Oh. Mm -hmm. right. I would like our family members and friends to be able to watch this without hating me. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Yeah. Okay. Not that they hate me. They the workload me. in our careers is ridiculous. They help me when they can. They need more staff. My mum's at work. She's a bit stressed. That's the hardest job I've ever done. Mm. Be a care worker and be an aged care worker. Such a hard job. Yeah. They should get paid more. Yeah. It's long hours. You're there for a long time. It's a lot of stress. A lot, a lot of, of responsibility. A lot of responsibility. And one of the reasons, you know, how you hear those stories and like, it's not the reason, it's one of the reasons. You know why you hear those stories about like elder abuse? Yeah. If you paid and trained those people better. Then that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. I feel like care workers should have like a psychology component of what it's like for lifespan development. Mm -hmm. Teachers also mm -hmm. and doctors. Actually, mm -hmm. most professions, if they had a solid basis in psychology of how humans work would benefit from that, like especially get, teachers. You should get paid based on how much people don't really want to do that job. Like if you're, mm. if you work in sanitization, you should get paid the really well plant. because nobody wants to do that. And so, so like the worst, the jobs that require the most, like within you to just like 
let's just push through it. Let's just push through it. Like when you're standing in front of a 102-year-old woman and she's asking you to put gloves on so you can help her wedge a shit out of herself because it's stuck. Like you should be putting that glove on going, I'm glad I'm being paid what this is worth. Yeah. You know, like nurses, they should get paid what the doctors get paid. They're running around twice as much. I agree. Hmm. The tampon bin lady. The tampon bin lady. Tampon bin lady probably makes more than an aged care worker. Probably, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably get like a work van. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you do all that. You literally like, like some, in some cases, almost like holding in the palm of your hands, these aged, delicate, like vulnerable people. And then you don't even get appreciated for it. And their family members come in and they're like, this place is disgusting. You guys don't care. You don't care for my family member. And it's like, well, you left them here. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. Same for childcare work, Cherie says. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very interesting that these professions in where people are caring for other people have no background in actually in, in human behaviour. And you uh, can see... Carers, care workers. Yeah. Th- it's in the training. Yeah, so but I, how much? Well, here's... here's this the, is like the sex ed at school. Yeah. Or the drug education. Well, it's that... Def- Don't do drugs, they're bad. It's like heaps of jobs. Mm. There's the, there's the, so to become a care worker, I had to do a six week course mm-hmm. that yeah. went across six weeks. And a huge portion of the course is about working with elderly, disabled, or vulnerable people and about respecting their life, their livelihoods, their relationships, their sexuality, their mental health. Okay. Like, there's all this stuff in the training about how you don't, hurry them and you don't but that's disregard- what they do right exactly so you that's what i mean so you go and you do the training and you're like i like i was really looking forward to doing the job yeah you but they don't tell you in the training that you're going to be running around while the lunch person is barking at you yeah because they want the lunch person is making you shower people like it's the holocaust mm-hmm. because they don't want to be Be late for their break because they can't leave until everybody's eaten. And so, and again, that doesn't mean the lunch lady's a horrible person. Mm. We talk all the time about how like people, you just get used to your situation. You you get so comfortable so quickly and you take things for granted so quickly and you get used to things so quickly that it's so easy to just to disregard the situation for what it is and just be fed up. Mm -hmm. I'm late to my break again. Yeah. Yeah, and you it's know? your fault. Yeah, you know, but unfortunately, the people that um, affected the most by it mm-hmm. are the people who are meant to be receiving care, but they're not receiving care, even from people that want to provide care mm-hmm. because their employment doesn't allow them the time nor the resources so is- nor the other staff members to support them in caring for people adequately. And these aren't these are fancy places. These are expensive places. These are sign over yeah, your mortgage. Two hundred thousand dollars a year places. Yeah, 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 or lifetime. Because let's be honest, that's not a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry to hear about your dad, Kyle. I just saw your comment. If the nursing home did their actual job, my dad wouldn't be on his deathbed. Yeah, you know. And the sad thing is, is that there would be staff there working there that would love to provide that that are yeah. not allowed to. 
Yeah. 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 Mum said nursing home carers have a damn hard job trying to tend to the clients. I would challenge anyone who bags nursing homes to come and do a day's work in a nursing home. Carer to resident ratio is the biggest issue. You're a yeah. smart lady, mum. Yeah. You should. Do you know what, mum? You should run nursing homes. You shouldn't be in the kitchen. You should be running nursing homes. You have such compassion for these people mm-hmm. and you care. Like, you really care. And it's people like you who should be in the positions that are like and look, the bowls. It's messy all over the place. Like, I remember sometimes, so you'd have like, you'd have resident care workers and then agency care workers. Yeah. There's a high, because you're underpaid, overworked, you're always asked to stay back later, you're always coming in on your day off because 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 of the conditions because one of because the conditions require you to degrade your personal sense of value that you provide to other people mm. because you're always cutting it short yeah you feel like a piece of shit yeah so you don't feel like going you back you feel good and so some people just don't show up to their shifts and so you're, you start your shift and you're meant to have four people with you and it's just one. And then an agency person gets called last minute. And they minute, don't know what they're doing. And they show up. They show up like they've never been there before. Mm-hmm. Maybe they literally just finished the course and it's day one and they've shown up and they're agency person. And unfortunately, they're like Nigerian or something. And so they go in and see a resident and the resident don't want no black person in their room or Chinese yeah. person or Filipino That's person. That's common, right? Yeah, yeah, and so, so, so then sometimes you finally do get the help in there, and then the help gets rejected, and that's unfortunate and, and awful for them, and awful for them. Care, yeah, 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 and so like everyone in that situation, except the people collecting the money, are being ripped off. Mm. Everyone, you'd being think ripped that off. they would just make that system better. I guess not. No, because so that's the that's the downside to capitalism in that, um, unfortunately, services like when when health services become privatized, Mm. then then the success is deemed on on the profit, not the quality of the work. Mm -hmm. And so if if the money is still working out, unless unless the the culture and society force us to and by force us to meaning threaten the cash cow yeah then we don't have to change any of these yeah, practices we don't need to do that. Mm. mom said it's um it's difficult with agency workers sometimes they don't speak any english mm. she had one lady who didn't even know to make how to make toast yeah you told me about that lady and that was mildly entertaining which is not that lady's who has, fault who's never made toast though someone who came from a country that was, that was not toast. fortunate enough to ever have a toaster you know yeah some people just don't live that way and then they come here. But you'd look at the bread and you'd look at the toaster and you'd be like, well, this is this shape and it goes, and then there's one button. Yeah, I know, but we still live in a world where, where we're talking to people in other countries and we're like, you just have one mm. wife, okay? Hey, that is just one. very rude. You are being very culturally insensitive. No, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I'm saying is like you like we still we still never assume anyone from anywhere to just get anything. Do, just did. <laughs> <laughs> it's eleven thirty. You know what that means. All it's... right, I'm going through the comments now, and I, I think Kira's first up. Okay. Yeah. How are you guys all going? How is life?
We haven't quite done it. And we got the audio back. Thank you. Thanks, sorry about that. Cool. That was all my fault. That was Sean's fault. That was my fault. Yep. So if you would like a card reading, please put a coloured heart in the comments mm-hmm. and then await your turn. And if I do forget you, let me know at the end and I will do it for you. I stay until they're done. Until they're done. Till they're done. All right. You all right? Sounds fair. All right. Kira. Until it's done, mate. Till it's done. I was do a wee. All right, you get going. Get out of here. Get out. Get out of here. You crazy cat. All right. So I'm using the different deck today, Kira. And everyone, you'll notice it's pink and not blue, which changes everything. All right. So I mixed it up because I like to give you a different narrative. So your soul card, so what your soul wants you to know right now, Kira, is that you need to dance with life. All right. And so what this means is that you need to do something to change the energy that's going on around you. Could be going for more walks, could be going even just like a one-off chance thing, like go and do something you wouldn't normally do. Change your energy. Um, And in order to action that you got the great gathering so this is talking about intuition so maybe the changing your energy thing has got to do with something to do with your intuition um and finding your soul tribe perhaps you've already found them here in the community um and that it's all coming together as long as you can change this energy so go for a walk dance to a different song listen to a different kind of music that's literally as simple as it is um and some like for me changing my energy was like I'm not a very social I don't go out a lot and see friends or anything I've got like one or two friends that I'll go to their house and see but generally I'm at home because I've got a lot on um yesterday I went and caught up with some friends that I've well, I, one of them I didn't really know and another one's a kind of friend that I've been making over the last couple of years and we don't really hang out much but I went there and did it and it was just nice to have a different shift of energies to spend time with and like come away with and learn from um, so you could, are what you eat. That's right. You are who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was really nice to just spend some time with, with different people because I'm, I'm often spending my time with Sean. You are who you eat. <laughs> All right, Red Wolf. You're up. I'm not sure my leaving caused my heart to go away. Oh, no. oh yeah. So you threw another one in? No, your heart's still up here. I've still got it. Mm-hmm. Your heart is still here. Yeah, you could even leave a heart, even if you weren't able to stick around for it. Do another if you Then want. you could come. Well, you don't have to do another heart. You leave a heart. Come back at 11. Knowing that it'll happen. And then you could like watch the replay and get your answer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you needed to. Yeah. No, this is not yours yet, Brandon. You're further down the line. Sean is bad. <laughs> what have I done? What did you do? I didn't do anything this time. Mm-hmm. I've been good for years. Good boy for years now. All right, Red Wolf. I like these cards. Good fun, these ones. All right, your soul wants you to know that uh, you've got a bit of an inner temple. There's two ladies and there's a temple there. My body is a temple. Tell me why it hurts like like hell. What song is that? Tonight Alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, This card's about devotion and tuning into the heart, like tuning into your into how it feels in your chest. Get the rock sets. All right. 
Um, that's what your soul wants you to know. And in order for you to do that, to find your devotion, to tune into your heart, you need to stop trying to dim yourself to fit in with others. Do not dim your light. How are you dimming yourself in order to fit in with others? And what is that doing to yourself? Mm. Um, which might go in with tuning into your heart to figure out where it is that you're dimming that. Mm. Um, because we do often, and I do this, and I used to do it a lot. I used to dumb myself down to be around other people because I wanted them to like me. And I would pretend I didn't know things. Yeah. Mm. You used to do that to me. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Still, you still do sometimes. Well, I just let you go you sometimes. Don't, I know, but like, I don't want to... I, I do that same thing where this I'm like... This is why men mansplain. Am I going to let them tell me this story again? Or do I cut it off? Yeah, look, sometimes you just... Sometimes you try and cut it off. And you tell them you've heard it and then they tell you anyway. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think I wouldn't do that. No, you wouldn't. If you cut me off, I'm, I'll... I cut good. you off a lot. Yeah. All right, Kyle, you're up. Kyle likes it when I do card readings for him to tell him about things he likes to not know about. <laughs> and I haven't done a card reading for you for a while, I don't think, Kyle. So I'm mm. looking forward to seeing what pops up. All right. Or our favorite fact checker, Simon Saunders. Yeah. We're, oh, he's here. He's here. G'day. Yep. Oh, it's been a long time. It has been well, a long welcome time. Back. We've know, been far less factually accurate without you. Yes. We enjoy your company. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nice when people come back. You can go away and come back whenever you want. Yeah. Like I always say, <laughs> we may be on at 10 o'clock every Monday and Friday morning at Australian Central but Standard we exist. Time. But whatever time you rock up or leave it's is, up to you. is right on time. Yeah, we're not going to guilt you. Yeah. All right, so Kyle, you got answer the call for your soul card. This card is says the question. It's a question. Yeah. Nothing more than a question. What is your soul calling you to do? Yeah, and stop sending it to voicemail. <laughs> Hello, Kyle. All right. Um, in order for this, it's actually I think this is a good one. So your action card is that for the age of light. You've been training this for this for lifetimes, so. Something that you've been working on or something you've been thinking about as a kid even. Like a lot of our like desires and like we, we push our inner child down and we don't really know what we want because we shut them off. Like you with your music child mm-hmm. inside, you shut it off and you were like, nah. Still do. Still do. Mm. Um, so dabble in that. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple of weeks. Your soul needs you to change it up. You've been, you know what to do, man. Just do it. Mm-hmm. All right. You can't open his phone at work. Because sometimes we're still stuck in this this rhythm of thinking that we have to ask permission to be allowed to do things from people that don't have control over us anymore. Yep. Or influence over us anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you ready, Courtney, for your first oracle card reading? Ooh. It's going to be magic. So my first card for it anyone... might not be. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first card is your soul card, what your soul wants you to know or do or think of. Mm-hmm. Second card is like how you can action that or it might give you a bit of guidance to what the first card's talking about. Okay. Okay. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Sometimes I feel pressure because I'm like, I don't like to pull cards until I feel like they're ready. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, oh God, I don't want to keep them waiting. I've always been told Mm -hmm. as a performer. Mm Mm-hmm. When you get up on stage, mm-hmm. you're about to sing any song and everyone's scared of stage silence. Stage silence is meant to be like, you never have stage silence, yeah. right? 
But I've always been told as a performer that if you have something important to say or sing or whatever, that the crowd can wait for that one moment for you to gather the breath that you need to give the performance they want. I like it. Mm-hmm. Can go damn wait. Yeah. Silence All right. is helpful. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> okay, so you got acacia for your soul card. Mm. This is a picture of a woman walking down a narrow corridor. All right, so this card says, your guidance is divinely guided. I don't know how much you believe in energies or gods or whatever, but sometimes when we feel guided by things, we can't explain where it comes from. And your action card is the same as Kyle's almost. He got answer the call for his soul card. You got it for your action card. So what is your soul calling you to do? How's your writing going? Has it got something to do with that? Mm. I don't know. But these cards don't really go together as well as I would have liked. (laughs) Okay. I was like, I like them when there's more of a story and I don't use these cards as much anymore. Mm -hmm. However, if you're looking... If your guidance is divinely guided by yourself, you know what your soul wants you to do. You already know. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, divinely guided. You're like, what does divinely guided mean? Like, if I if I break that down to something that's less metaphysical, what does that mean? If I want to believe that I live in a world where there is no magic, there is no metaphysics, mm-hmm. there's just the ones and zeros buzzing around, you know, uh, vibrating and whatever together in my head. Mm-hmm. How do how do I integrate that into like divine guidance? Well, d- here's here's some divine guidance to you. Have you ever been said, "Hey, have you eaten one of these before?" And you're like, "No, I haven't." And then your friends are like, "You've got to try this," and then you try it and you hate it. Mm. You don't like it, right? Or you try it and you love it. You didn't decide whether you liked it and you didn't decide whether you hated it. You just noticed whether your body or your taste buds or your tongue or something, you just noticed whether your body enjoyed it, which meant that there are things in you that you want to do that you're not even aware exist yet. Mm -hmm. But when you find them, when you follow that little niggle, that little voice in your head, it's trying to direct you to things that you don't even know you love yet, but it's in you to love those things in the same way it was already in you to enjoy or not enjoy that thing that you just tried. You didn't decide to like those things. You just took note whether you did or not. And so sometimes you got to take a risk and take a bite out of something that you're not quite sure about what the taste of is to find that out. Do you think you should eat Take a bite out of life and see what happens. Yeah. Unless it's Brussels sprouts. Unless it's Brussels sprouts. But if you put bacon with Brussels sprouts, it's sick. It's true. We haven't done that for a while. Mm -mm. All right. Brandon? Uh, Courtney says, it might not have told a story to you, but it did to me. Oh, goodness. We will talk later. Don't you love when that happens? Yeah, I do. That's so weird. Well, the cards I was pulling for this person yesterday that I'd never met, I was sitting across from her um, and I pulled these cards out, three of them. I did a three-card reading for her and then I did a six-card reading for her and it wasn't working for me. I was like, I don't, I don't, I just felt like I was punching holes in the dark. And then when this other card came up, I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. Anyway, she goes to me, well, that's weird. 
And I was like, why? She's like, because I just hadn't thought of it. She's like, I've been wanting to make this creative blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it all referred back and she'd had this whole story for what I had read for her, but I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, might not be magic, mm-hmm. but it sure helps. Mm-hmm. All right, Brandon, you're a warrior woman. This card comes up a lot for you. Not this card particular, but these sorts of themes come up for Brandon a lot. Mm-hmm. It's about your deepest calling. It's always about what's your soul want. What are you What are you being called for, man? Who's been ringing you? Um, and in, in order for you to answer your deepest calling, you need to establish better boundaries somewhere. Your action card is all about boundaries, literally only about boundaries. Mm. Um, so... So maybe you have this deep calling that you want to follow, but there might be other people or yourself trying to stop you from following that. Maybe you just need to establish better boundaries within yourself or with others around you to enable yourself to actually feel like you can do those things. Bam. Give it a go. Does anyone else want one? Let's I haven't see. had one. You haven't had... Kyle put two cards. Get it. Get, get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you guys. I'm scrolling. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Also, if you're not listening to this live and this is after the fact and you're like, I'm going to tune out. This isn't for me. We're going to do a special reading. The last reading of every episode is always a reading for... The group. Y-O-U. You. Does anyone else want one while I'm here? Me. You? Yeah. All right, Sean. Let's do this. I haven't been pulled from this card for from this deck for a while, so I'm you interested to see. Ah, Mike is helping you. Okay, cool. Oh, what cool. are you guys doing? Well, there, uh, Brandon's doing some editing and stuff for press record. Have you messaged Brandon about what we said the other day? No, I haven't. Oh. No, I haven't. Mm. I'm a bit nervous to ask him because he's very busy these days. You know? He's very busy. Yeah. Mm. We'll message you later, Brandon. Yeah. All right, little fella. I feel bad when I call people little fella or little buddy, but I'm like, no. Nah. But it's all right because you say it to people that are bigger than you, so it's all cute. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Sean Holton. Come on. You got Lemuria. It's just kind Oh, that place. Yeah. It's just a really beautiful place. Go on there. Creating heaven on earth. It's happening. That's what your soul wants you to know. If you just write this goddamn album, then we would all be living heaven on earth. Mm. In order for you to <laughs> action that or to add to that, you got Anna, Grandmother of Jesus. You're seeding the light, laying foundations for your divine plan. These cards go well together mm-hmm. because I know you have a big a big goal and mm-hmm. it's you are working on it. Have you done a say heart emoji? Have you done one for Simon Saunders yet? Uh, did he do a heart no, emoji? No, I think he asked one, but he didn't do a heart emoji. Sorry, right. you haven't been here for a little while, but just so that we can find them in the comments quick enough, if you leave us a heart emoji. Yeah, sure. Otherwise, right. she's just scrolling through and looking for hearts and yeah. probably would have gone right past your name. But, but I'll do yours now. now, Simon. I'll do yours and then I'll do Cherie's. Then I'll do mine. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that helped? Your cards are always like, just keep going. Just keep going. Back to work. Get back Go at back it. Go back to work. Get back Go to back it. Go back to work. Mine are always... Stop playing Spider-Man. Go yeah. back to work. Oh, how funny don't, is that? Don't get that DLC. Red Wolf Go goes, back to work. Red Wolf goes to Brandon. Wait, Brandon, you work on videos for press record? I used to watch that channel. Hmm. Small world. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle. Not Kyle. Shit. That's real bad when you forget names. Maybe it was Kyle. Was it Kyle? No, it wasn't Kyle. Shit. I can't Brent? remember his name. Brent? 
Who was I sitting in the back of the car with on the tour? Josh. Josh. Kanan. <laughs> Josh lived with Press Record for a little while. Did he? Yeah. They're doing the videos together. Diggity. Mm-hmm. What the diggity? Because they met. We all met on the tour. Yeah, right. Yeah. Met Brandon on the tour. Met uh, Mike Kukuri on the tour. Met Josh on the tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, all, and then everyone stayed in touch. Oh, Simon. You got... Your soul wants you to know about the Counts of Light. So this is like... It's got a big light. The bunch of people around it standing around sort of like being like... Um... This card is about that you've got helpers in the subtle realms. So, so like, you could think of that on a metaphysical level and be, like, all spiritual about it if you want to. But the subtle realms might be the environment around you, the people around you, the take guidance from that. Um, and in order for you to actually take guidance from the things around you, the people around you, you need to establish better boundaries. It All it says is where do you need to establish better boundaries in order for you to find these helpers. Mm-hmm. Could be in anything. Could be your professional life. Whatever it came up for you. How is Josh these days? I have no idea. I haven't spoken to Josh. I haven't heard from Josh. I haven't heard about Josh. No. Uh, All right, Sheree, you're up. Yeah. He had a weird, without giving, going into any details, a weird dating mishap with another close friend of ours. And kind of haven't really spoken to him since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure he's doing much better. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Mm. Did you know... Maybe I shouldn't tell this story. No, maybe you shouldn't. What story is it? No, he'd be happy to to say so, I think. You know the movie Aaron Brockovich? Yeah. In the movie Aaron Brockovich, I'm pretty sure she's trying to get this case through. Mm -hmm. It was like a a school and they all got cancer because they were close to this like chemical facility or something. Mm -hmm. And Aaron Brockovich fought for all those people and won and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Josh was one of those kids. Oh, yeah. That's right. He spent most of his youth in hospital. Josh, had, Yeah. Josh had, I think, leukemia. On your Aaron mm. Brockovich. Yeah. So Aaron Brockovich was ch- fighting for Josh and a bunch of people in his community. It's crazy town. Yeah. All right. You forget these things. Some of these things are real. Yeah. Yeah. And that they actually affected real people. Cherie, I got your cards here. All right. Your soul wants you to ask yourself. You got the Imara card. It's very pretty. It says, this is all it says, and I can clarify later if you like. Where are you being called to journey to? You're being called to either try something or literally go somewhere. Are you being called to go home? Maybe. And I guess it's difficult right now with the whole border restrictions, but that's stopping soon. Um, Sometimes it's an inner journey. An inward journey. And I, Not out there, in yeah, here. Get yeah. further in here. Yeah, maybe you got to go further inside. I guess if you're being called to journey, maybe one of the first things you could check off about like, what does that mean? Well, where do you spend most of your time? Are you out there doing something all the time? Are you in? Then we need you to journey in here a bit. Or are you in here all the time, but you don't want to go out there? Then it's time to, yeah. like, whatever the thing you least want to do is probably where you're being journeyed mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your um, actioning card for that is Keepers of the Earth. It's a very pretty card. So, got a lady, and she's got like some pumas, and she's got a moon, and she's got some wings, and an owl, and a wolf with wings, and an eagle, and an elder of some kind, and she's some badass. Yeah, this card is talking about not being alone. That you're not alone. You're like 
you have support and guidance around you in whatever form you think that might be. Mm. Um, but it, you're not alone in this journey that you're on. Mm-hmm. That's what that card's telling me. So do not fear, my friend. Do not fear. I am here. <laughs> we can hang out. Do not fear, I am here. Do not fear. Your wife. <laughs> yeah. Your wife is standing beside you. <laughs> I'll do a card reading for me. Do you know whose card readings who never get done on the podcast? Mine. Yeah. Yeah. And I will be very... I I get the card, be the leader you wish you had card a lot. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see if I get something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You, he, you, you, Mike's got a new wife, girlfriend. Partner. Partner. Mm. Brie. Mm-hmm. She nice. She nice. She, she mows cool. lawns. Where's Britt, though? What's she doing? She still make videos? I haven't looked. I don't know. Yeah. Britt was cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Hey, Neeks. What's your future? Let's find out. All right. <laughs> she pulls a card from the deck. She, she giggles at it as she looks into it. As she, she already knows it. what it's referring to. Oh, I don't. Align your life. My soul wants me to know what is lot that I need to align something, and if it's not aligned, it needs to change. What is aligned? What does it mean <laughs> to have alignment? It says, get grounded for my action card and that I am empathic and highly sensitive and I need to connect with nature. You just got, uh, it's telling you to put it into Mother Earth. Just, just put it into Mother Earth. Just put it in the earth. Just put it into Mother Earth. Just put it in the earth. Mm. That'll fix all your problems. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I don't know. I guess for me, there's a lot that's not aligning for me. I'm feeling a bit distressed. Not distressed. Since... I don't know whether it was since the alcohol problem that I had a couple months a month ago, however long it was, but I have felt like a bit of a shell. Is it this? Is it? Is it? Is it? Q waking up, starting a new day, wake up. Oh. <sighs> do I really want to do all this stuff? Yeah, a little bit. Really, what I want to do? I don't want to do anything else. I still, I still rather do this than other stuff. Yeah. All right. A little bit. I'm. I'm trying and I'm trying to change my mindset of what because I wake up in the morning at the moment and I'm not depressed. I don't have depression, I don't think. And I I wake up and I'm like, oh, God. And then I just get on with it. I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered arguing with small people about what they've got in their lunchbox or that they don't want to go to <laughs> school. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, oh, why does it have to all be so anxiety inducing? Yeah, I don't know. But I do need to spend more time with nature, actually. That's something that I do think about a lot. Do you know how good sitting in our little white trash paradise yeah. spot is? Even on a yucky day or whatever. Yeah. It's just a great spot to sit. It's it like, is. Because our garden's kind of just a bit wild. Yeah, it is nice. You know. I don't know. I think I'm just... I've <sighs> been at home for too long. Yeah. I think once, it, like, hopefully uni goes back on campus, so at least I'm out and about and appreciating my home when I come back to it. Global cabin fever. Yeah. And, like, we're all feeling it. I don't, uh, like, I don't think I'm special. We're all, like, being, like... There's also a bunch of stuff going on in the world that it's, like, okay, we're just going to wait this out. Oh, we're just going to wait that out. Oh, we're just going to wait this out. And there's a whole lot of waiting. It is a lot of waiting. You know? and And there's a little bit of an idea being argued about in that 
while you're waiting, you shouldn't be grabbing any of the attention. Yeah. You just shut up and wait and... You know, and again, that's not that's not me shooting down any of these causes. I don't at all. I support these causes. Hmm. But uh, if we want balance, if living a balance, if we want to be balanced culture and balanced society, then we should be comfortable. We should be comfortable with the idea that good things are happening while bad things are happening. And that's always going to be the case. And it doesn't mean we just throw our hands up in the air and not do anything about the bad things that are happening. But maybe in some people's cases, the doing the thing about the bad thing that's happening is continuing on with the, whatever good thing is happening for them. Mm. You know, and, and um, look. We're all surveying each other. We're all being watched. If either you're filming yourself or somebody else is filming mm-hmm. you, so let's 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 just say what is, whether it's good or not, and maybe yeah. let's not mandate when it is or isn't an appropriate time to have good news. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Red Wolf says, "Nicks, is it uni? When I was going to uni, I always felt like a sham." Um, and kept asking myself, why am I doing this? I ploughed through it and now I am okay, doing okay. I think I have a lot of frustration around, like uni is only difficult for me because I struggle to put the time aside to do it. Um, even though when I am doing it, I enjoy it and I get it and I'm like, yep, this is great and I enjoy it once I'm in it. But then I look around and I'm like, oh my God, i got so many other things to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, it's not just housework or looking after the kids it's like i've got to write this email i've got to get back to this person i need to make that appointment i need to wait on hold to this then blah 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 and then you know the kids don't enjoy school because they're not having fun and the school's sending home you know on friday we got home got sent a thing home with leto's test right and it's like leto didn't do very well i need to know you've seen this and i'm like but he this kid is so intelligent and I feel like you guys are ruining his intelligence and his faith in himself. Like he separates himself purposely from other kids in the class and I'm feeling sad about the system that they're stuck in, that we're stuck in, that we're all stuck in. I feel bad well, for because my we're, son. we're being graded too. <sighs> That's what I feel like. I feel like they're dobbing on me and I'm like, wait, I send my kid to school six hours a day so you can teach him how to spell. Yeah, I actually think it's more to do with, I think what it's more to do with not that, so when a teacher sends stuff like that home, well, it's a bit of a a vicious cycle. I think a parent gets something like that and they go, this isn't my kid's grade, this is my grade, right? But from my memory of being a young kid, and maybe this is wrong and misconceived by a young mind, Mm -hmm. that was mine at the time, but uh, when my when my teacher would send me home with a note saying, Sean hasn't brought this back and he hasn't brought that back and he hasn't brought this back, that the connotation that I got in my head isn't like, man, they're really annoyed that my parents aren't on top of my stuff. Yeah, They're sending this home because they want my parents to discipline me Mm -hmm. about this. Yeah. 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 But, (laughs) and and most parents will, Mm -hmm. but not because they think that that's what the teacher wants. Most of us, when we get these things that say our kid isn't doing well. We take it personally. Well, we went through the schooling system and we're used to waiting for that report that's going to say the thing that we didn't want to find out. And so when our kids start coming home with them, it just carries on from that. And so then you do feel pressure and sometimes you will impulsively jump all over your kids because you're like, why are you going to school and getting me shit grades? (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And ugh, I just feel frustrated about it all. I just feel frustrated about some of the systems in place for my life. Like, I feel frustrated for our teenage son. I feel frustrated, like... For the for our kids, I feel frustrated for the system that I'm stuck in, where I have to do assignments and like. But I, I'm like, that's necessary. I'm I not, get it. I'm not frustrated that a school tells me how my child is going with the with the work they're I'm doing. Like, but I am frustrated about the connotation that comes along with that. In that they're not performing well here. This is a huge issue. Their life is at stake, and I just don't believe that, and I won't believe that. I know. Um, for example, so I was a bit frustrated when I got that 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 little note with Leto's thing on it and then that night he played Minecraft on PlayStation we didn't do any spelling words I didn't even talk about it with him right and I do know that I do need to help him with his homework and stuff sometimes I think it is important and I value education right but he's eight years old when he gets home from school after being at school as a kid who has sensory problems already, the last thing I want to make him do is sit down and do more work because he didn't do well enough during the day. And I'm like, if I kept him home from school, I could teach him these words. Why aren't you teaching him these words? Isn't that why I'm sending him there? Mm. And it's like, I know that we're supposed to be teaching that, like we, we, we will have to do work outside of the school environment one day, but that's high school, that's university if they decide. And he's like, so he'd gone and play PlayStation that day. When he went to bed, he gets one hour of reading time because he's an incredible reader and he's reading a manual on how to use the Minecraft PlayStation controls better. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this kid knows how to go do something, knows he doesn't know how to do it properly. So he goes and researches it himself. And I'm like, I want to foster that. Mm. You know, he he's interested in that. They want to know more about that. I just do alternatives. Like I don't. One of the reasons why I'm not, why I don't feel bad if I haven't, if I haven't participated with my kid in their homework book. Well, part of the reason is this. One of um, it doesn't matter which one. One of our kids comes home with some sort of homework book. Mm -hmm. They got some task they're meant to do in it. Do in it. Mm -hmm. I sit down with them to do it. I go, what do we do? I don't know. And there's no instructions for me, so I don't know what it is. Mm. But. They're meant to know it because they've apparently gone through it in class and it's been explained to them so that yeah. when they come home, they should be able to explain it to me. Yeah. So I can't do the work with my kid that you want them to do because whether whether they were distracted or not, you haven't gotten through to them. Yeah. You haven't engaged them for them to actually understand the task that you mm -hmm. want me in to complete with place. them. So guess what? We're not doing it. What we will do instead, though, is because our young people still have interests of their own and if you're lucky their interests will accidentally make them have to get good at things that they're avoiding getting good at at school mm -hmm. like uh if he wants to search for a video or something or a documentary or something like that he'll come up to me and ask me like how do you spell this word and instead of me just going here's how you spell this word i'll go how do you think you spell it what's the first letter what do you think yeah. the next letter so is so they just think we're not doing that at home though but we're doing it all the time i'm just not doing it in your book that you've poorly explained to my kid with the words that you're telling me he needs to learn yeah you know so i'm not concerned i'm not concerned about the input that i have in my kid's life because I know we're doing those things. I know I'm encouraging yeah. them to write. I know I'm encouraging know, them to read I'm, and I'm watching them do but it. But I'm, wor I'm more worried about what it's going to do to their 
um, relationship with education and themselves because it's not worked out for me. It didn't work out for my eldest and it's not going well, like already for them. Yeah, but you course corrected that yourself. That's I right, because I wanted to. Yeah. And so I'm frustrated with the system of uh, the, the mainstream schooling because I'm like, you guys aren't fostering and they can't. I get that they can't. So what am I supposed to do? Pull them out? Samuel, I did you some cards because I knew you'd want one. And then we're out of here. Then we're going. we're late. So, Samuel, you got the star mother. You need to look after yourself. It says, how can you mother yourself or father yourself or any in between? How can you Samuel yourself? Samuel yourself. Maybe that's some nice alone time. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Um However, in order for you to mother yourself, you need to trust your path. So you need to, if you knew you would be supported in whatever endeavors that you're chasing and you knew people would back you, what would you do? Which is actually a really good question for everyone. If you, regardless of whether you do or not have the support to do whatever it is you want to do, what would that be? What would you do if you weren't afraid? What would you do if you weren't afraid, Samuel? Hmm. Maybe you're not afraid. But what would you do? That's my question. Well, most of the time when people won't do something that they want to do, it's because of fear. Yes. Someone on a Facebook page asked the other day, what is your biggest fear? And I said, fear itself. Uh, that's right. Stops us from lots. Mm-hmm. Stops us from lots of things. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. I have to go now because I'm going to go take a grand to get a fridge. Okay, okay, okay. Taking a grand to get a fridge. Taking the grand to go get a fridge. Ridgy diggy 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 diggy. What's Ridgy Didge from? Ridgy Didge. Ridgy Didge. Is that from Molly Grubs? Molly Grubs? Molly Grubs, me? I don't Molly know if it's Ridgy Didge. No, no. Ridgy Didge is from Kangaroo Creek Gang. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember. Hey, guys. Thanks heaps for coming. There was a lot of you in here today, actually. There was. And I'm very impressed. Exactly what I'm doing, but without the day job. Hey, cool, man. so how do you make money to get out of that? That's your Day homework. Job. Got homework, Samuel. You got hustle. Tell me what else you want to do. Thank you very much. We love you too, I've been Kiera. Sean Holton. This is Antonika Hoberg. I'm always myself, not just been her. I'm always her. Yeah, all He's over He's been it. Sean Holton. I'm going to leave you with my new song, feature Chris Lyon. This is how she makes me... Share it, listen. Yes. Don't be a jerk. Unless you really have to be. Actually, nah, there's no excuse for that. Yeah.